one. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Adela Marcy Unplugged. I'm your host with the most, as always, Adela Marcy. And we are three months, pretty much three months into the new year of 2020. So I hope your vision is working out well. Right now, a lot of people I know uh, have actually gone through the huge sales explosion of January. They're kind of like tapering off February and they're going right into March and the rest of the new year, uh, rest of the year. Now, the person I actually have on this call with me today is my personal sales trainer. He's my sales mentor and honestly, one of the best sales coaches, trainers, and people I've ever met. And I've been doing this for most of my life. So that is a big fucking statement. Uh, he is the one and only Matthew Elwell or Matt Elwell, if you want. Um, and he is... You know what? There is no words that can do him justice other than he's actually revolutionized the way that I sell to people, get the clothes, and most importantly, how I can open with the clothes. So my entire sales system, while it was transparent in my books, has become even more transparent to the point that people can just see it and be like, oh, I know what it is he's doing, and I'm okay with this, and it's an amazing attraction tool. So with that being said, I want to welcome Matthew Alwell to the show. Matt, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Um... I'm not sure what I should say other than, firstly, thank you so much for your amazingly kind words. You are very nice to me. And, <laughs> very um, nice. <laughs> and and, and um, hi to all of the uh, people on your podcast. Thanks for having me. Oh, mate, you're more than welcome. I'm glad that we were here. So for the people that don't, because uh, I don't really tell the story very often, I actually met Matt through the mastermind that I'm in, which is the Six Figure Mastermind with Nick James. And we met because uh, our other guest and my brother, David Walsh, introduced us. And I believe the way that entire first conversation with David went, Matt, yes, meet Adil. Oh, hi, uh, Adil's joining Six Figure Mastermind. I'm doing what? Okay, cool, let's do this. That was the easiest close that I've gone from hello to here's my money. Uh, it, was, it was beautiful. But I actually ended up watching Matt later that day on stage because he was speaking. And... While you were on stage, I remember coming in, because I didn't come in for the full train, I came in right at the end because I was actually having a conversation with someone else in the hallway. Um, I walked in, and what you gave me in 20 minutes was more than I actually had gotten from reading about 20 or 30 sales books. It was just absolutely incredible the way that your brain was working. And I just thought, if he's got a training, I don't care what it is, I'm going to go to it. So I did the two-day training with Matt, which is his Elite Closing Academy uh, training, which by the way, we're also, this episode is sponsored by EliteClosingAcademy.com. If you go there, you can actually pick up the five part video series that shows you how to open with a close. And of course, you guys can pick up Matt's new book, which is also titled Open with a Close, which is in stores and on Amazon as we speak. Links in the description as always. That being said, as soon as I, uh, as soon as I was in that room, it was quite interesting because, um, Everyone in that room was, I felt there was, there was a little timidity in the room about people putting their hands up. We're British. We tend to do that. I was like, if no one's going to put their hand up, I'm going to keep putting my hand up until I get as much out of this man as humanly possible. Long story short, at the end of the, at the end of the two day training, I joined Matt's Elite Closing Academy. And more importantly, I realized in that moment, this man has to come on the show because I am tired of seeing entrepreneurs not make sales that should be easy. That, that, that they can do slam dunks and layups and open goals or whatever a sports analogy you want, and yet they don't. They miss, and I had to get them in. So with that being said, my first question to you, Matt, more than anything has to be, what is up with the concept of open with a close? Because that is something a lot of people don't hear about. 
Yeah, great. Well, thank you again for the kind words. And I think, first and foremost, what I share with you passionately right here, right now, is I've been an entrepreneur uh, all my life, uh, and at the age of 22, started a small family business. And the bottom line was, we were up against bigger corporate conglomerates in the, the retail sector. And the thing that we had on them was human-to-human interaction, customer service, uh, honest, transparent sales process. We didn't have all the, the you know, a lot of salespeople around the globe. Uh, it's over 90% feel that there has to be some kind of smoke, mirrors, there's got to be persuasion. And, and actually, I just believe in the total opposite of, of all of that. Um, and I think, I think where Open With A Close came from, well, I actually created it when I was 18 and a half, working in a sales department in the photocopying industry and listening to grown adult human beings do all this sort of snake oil stuff and pretend they're, you know, sayings like, uh, you know, I'm not trying to sell you anything but. Yeah. And you're like, well, actually that means you are trying to sell me something. So why don't you just tell me? And then there's a chance if I need what you do that I might possibly end up buying it off you, but just, just fucking tell me, yeah. you know, don't pretend uh, that there's like a, a genie in the lamp or anything like that. Just, just tell me what's going on. And, and, you know, I used to watch grown adult people fail, uh, by being in a bad state, in a bad mindset, in this whole trickery, uh, scenario. And I decided to do the total opposite. And, you know, what I teach now is, uh, I teach that system that I've used for over 23, 24 years now, um, where you set your intention at the very beginning of an interaction. It could be, you know, even somebody clicks on a link. It could be an online interaction. It could be an, uh, an offline interaction. It could be face-to-face over the phone. I believe that you should set your intention at the very beginning. And you'll recall in my training, uh, the, the way we do that is by asking powerful questions that yep. are linked to our outcome, not, not theirs. So you're constantly qualifying and looking for businesses, people, and remember businesses are human beings, they're people, um, but you're constantly on the lookout, online and offline, to qualify whether or not somebody needs what you do, and, and I believe that comes with transparency. Oh, without a doubt, and one of the things that I remember hearing from you, and one of the things that you've actually said so many times, oh, sorry, I just lost it for a second, one of the things I love so much about what you've said is, it's that opposite of what people say. Uh, it's when someone says one thing, look for the opposite in the truth of that. So for instance, um, anytime someone says, I'm not trying to sell you anything, but that's, that's a flagrant lie in my book. It's just a lie. Yeah. And, yeah. and people do, you know, people do lie all the time. And it's interesting, uh, when, when Nick James, my business partner, and myself set up the elite closing Academy in August last year, um, you know, essentially, I am. Um, I have a sales background, uh, and and when I sat down and wrote the word sales, that you know, and you should try it now. Uh, I did this in my two-day training just a couple of days ago, by the way. Uh, I put the word sales on a board and said, "Give me the the, the words that come to mind." The first word that somebody shouted out was tosser. <laughs> 
Right, oh, my American Castle. friends, wanker. <laughs> <laughs> wanker, yeah. Like, dickhead, uh, like, liar, uh, twister, uh, untruthful, and all of these things came up with sales. So I, I then began to thought, well, like, I don't want people to be thinking that about me because that's not how I do it. That's, in fact, I do it the opposite. And, and then I chucked the word closing. And again, you should try it. Uh, the words associated with closing are success, uh, final, uh, winning, money, uh, investment. And it's amazing how the, the opposites uh, are often the, the, the truth, really. And, and, you know, one of the things I teach, again, is, is a training called Red and Green. I yep. just go back to what we were talking about. And um, you see so many marketers, so many digital marketers, so many entrepreneurs, shops, business people, salespeople, will constantly um, talk about what I call the green world. So we can make you more cost-effective. We can get you more leads. We can grow your business. Those are all words that are on the surface, so to speak. And actually, somebody whose business is growing and growing well won't click on an advert that says grow your business. Yeah. It's the people that have even retracted or plateaued that click on the word grow. So as an elite closer, uh, and this is why we call it the Elite Closing Academy, that this is the kind of learning that's in there, um, same in my book, you have to be absolutely clear that human beings are constantly using words that the opposite of true. Yeah. They are constantly using words to deflect and defend and protect themselves. It's called deferred truth. And, and it's amazing, really, when you think about it. It's the words that people don't use that they actually need from you. So um, in this scenario that I'm giving you, it's like grow your coaching business. Somebody that clicks on that actually is in retraction, actually is plateaued. And, and, and that's actually when you start to think about it, not only is it very interesting, but it's also something you've got to watch out for all the time. Um, you've, got to, you've got to look out for um, the opposite of what's being said. Yeah, you really do. And it's something that I remember from our time together when, we were, when, we, when I was there at the Elite Closing Academy. It's, sorry, it's one of those things that I actually really enjoy is the fact that when you're actually having a sales conversation, it makes it more fun to follow just what you're saying because it's so natural. Like for instance, I had one of my biggest takeaways I had was who I served because for a long time I was like, Oh, I serve all these different people, which is true. I do. I have two or three clients that do eight figures because of me, which is lovely. But the people I enjoy working with most are the entrepreneurs that aren't doing six figures yet. They want to get to six figures and beyond by understanding their yep. story. That's who I want to work with. And I can word that quickly because of your training. Yep. The, the thing that I really want everyone to really understand right now is once you get clarity on who you are, you're able to serve better to others. And I know you have a way of getting people to find their clarity. So my question is, how would you advise the people that are listening in right now um, to find clarity in what they're doing? Like what exercise can they do at home right now to find yep. clarity? Right. A great question. So, um, uh, as you know, when, when I teach and unpick the elite closing formula, the very first thing that we focus on uh, is something called the prospecting journey. Uh, that's something we'll talk about maybe later on. Um, 
literally what happens, what is the process when somebody first comes towards you to take them all the way through from being like a small caterpillar egg um, all the way through to being a beautiful butterfly that pollinates a, a paying customer that goes out and recommends you. That's the first thing. And the second training is all about you. So the answer to the question is, um, we do a training, and I'm going to share it on this podcast now, called the four A's. And what that does is create the word that you, I think you used was clarity. Yeah. Actually, there's a, there's a word that goes one up from that, I think. And it's called certainty. You see, people are attracted to certainty. Um, things that are tried and tested, things that will definitely work, systems and processes that can be repeated and followed to create greatness and consistency. Humans are looking for consistency and certainty and clarity all the time. And the biggest danger I see, Adil, is uh, particularly in SMEs, entrepreneurial uh, businesses, experts, you know, services, the thing, the biggest danger I see is having no process when it comes to sales and closing. And I just want to make this really clear to all your listeners. Selling and closing are literally like the sun and the moon. They're two totally different skills. And during a process, you have to stop selling at some point. And that point is once you've given somebody a bespoke written proposal that solves a problem or gets them an even better result, that's when you have to stop selling. So you have to ask lots of powerful questions. We call it punt with a cue. Pain, urgency, need and trust and quantitative answers wherever possible. Once you've done that and you've done some possibility thinking about risks and implications that might come down the line, uh, and then once you put together a written proposal that is valuable to somebody other than just money, that's when the selling stops and the closing begins. Now, um, to, to understand this whole process and to answer your question, to gain certainty within you so that you can follow a repeatable process, which I'd call caterpillar egg to beautiful butterfly or keb, the prospecting mm -hmm. journey, you have to have the four A's answered. The four A's are for certainty. And the first A is amazing. If you were sat on the moon with an alien and the alien said, what is it about your product or service that is absolutely amazing, that stands you out from everybody else in the world that competes with you? What is it? And, and if you're listening to this, get a pen and write down if there was one thing that stood you out from every other digital marketer, every other copywriter, every other business owner in your sector, whatever it might be. Like my, in my world, you know, every other sales business that, that trains closing the sales. You know, what is it that makes you amazing? I'm not looking for seven out of 10 or eight. I am looking for like total, what stands you out from the madding crowd? Uh, and that's the first thing. This, this certainty is for you, within, within you. The second A is audience. Like literally, if you were a tuna fish fisherman or fisherwoman, what kind of tuna are you after? Because there's different types of tuna. So if you could get the perfect tuna, is it yellow fin? Is it blue fin? You know, what kind of tuna fish would you be going after? And where are the tuna fish? If you had a radar, where would it be facing? 
what do they feed on? What do they need to be nurtured? What kind of water do they survive in? And, and you've got to know all this about your perfect customer. And the second A is audience. Who is your perfect audience? Where do they hang? What do they look like? And remember, you can, you can make this up because this is for you. So you can be specific. You can draw them. You can write about them. You can use words about them. There are no, do I understand my perfect audience, police? Like, yep. you've got to work out who your perfect audience is. Because if you don't know and you're not certain, they will not know that you're there for them. You see, if a human being is certain 10 out of 10, the people you're selling to are a 13 out of 10. If you're a nine, the opposite happens and they're a six. Yep. If you're an eight out of 10, they're a five. So this is why it's critical that you're a 10 out of 10 all the time. And you need to understand your audience, what moves them, what feeds them, what love do they need from you? What messages should you be pushing out? Where do they hang on social? Is it Instagram? You know, is it Facebook? Is it uh, LinkedIn? You've got to know all this stuff. Yep. And then the third A is, once you're clear on what you're amazing at as a business, and you're clear on who you serve, and by the way, on audience, ask this question. If we weren't here, who suffers? Who's got a problem? That's a great question to ask yourself. So the third A is affliction, pain. If there was one pain or one challenge uh, that you solve for businesses, remember businesses are people, for people in businesses, um, what would it be? Well, what is the number one thing? What does it boil down to? And don't start with the surface stuff like cost effectiveness. You know, if the word's cost effectiveness, if that's the pain, that's not really a pain, it's a symptom of a problem. So you've got to go, if a business is not cost effective, what's the problem? And then whatever that answer is saying, and if the business is, you know, not making enough leads, which leads to not being cost effective, what's the problem not making enough leads? Where is the actual problem? So dig deep. Don't don't stand the surface. Um, so so focus on the pain, the critical pain that you solve, and, and you'll always be needed. And then the last thing, and it's in two parts. The last A is artifact product. Uh, now you know the key like underlying pain and problem, challenge. Are you clear on who, it, who, it, who has these challenges? And you're clear on what's amazing about your product that solves them. Then the fourth part is you must have a thing that someone can buy to solve the pain. So it can't be wishy-washy. It, it, it must be a thing. So I'll give you an example. If you were in the desert and you needed water, you can't just have the water. Because you can't buy water on your on its own. You've either got to uh, find a well, and the water's in the well, and then find a bucket that drags the water out of the well. So the thing you would need to buy or hire would be the bucket to get the water. Does that make sense? Yep. Um, you must have a thing. Uh, the I study neuroscience, and the brain needs to like have a thing that it can buy uh, to solve problems. It needs a thing. Uh, and that's pretty much non-stop. So, uh, and then the last part is once you've got the thing, how much is it? And you yeah. see, if somebody asks you the question, how much is it? How does it work? If your shitty little ancient, ancient human pattern, and it will, by the way, we've all got one. 
it goes back to mum and dad's view of money and, and their mum and dad's view of money. And to give you an idea, my, my dad was born just after the Second World War in, you know, industrial Birmingham, the centre of England. They didn't have any money. And his parents fought in the war and they didn't have any money and their parents had even less. So, you know, my, my generation has got shitty patterns about money. And you see, if, if somebody asks you the question, and they will, how much is it? If you crumble at that point, you will take what could be your perfect customer into total uncertainty and all the blocks come tumbling down. Yeah. I would agree 100% on that because that was one of the most powerful pieces of training I actually got from you was really understanding this very simple process specifically about the audience because the best place to communicate with your audience and where you meet them, that, that's where they want to be met. Is So if they're on social and their way of speaking is on YouTube, well, now you know YouTube's your audience and now you can just focus on YouTube and now you have your audience of people who buy from there. Same with Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, or even uh, something that was inspired while I was at Six Figure Mastermind right before the end of the year was um, something called 60minsalesletters.com. And it, it's the service, I, uh, when we were talking about it at ECA, it was like, what's your price range between, because this is something that I want to share with you guys. I'm, I sound like I'm in all the place, but Matt basically taught me this way of, if someone asks you what your, what your fee is, and you still haven't figured out exactly what they need because they've asked it right off the bat. And you're like, okay, that's strange. And instead of just saying it's this number flat out, uh, if you have multiples of different figures, like I have about five different packages, the way I actually say it, I, I never, never use the word usually. Usually I charge yeah. this much because that is a killer. And it's yeah, one the, the, brain, the brain cannot deal with usually. No, it really can't. It, it completely fucks it up and fucks up the sale. So the way that I came, uh, the way that Matt came up with this that worked so brilliantly for me and for so many other people was just saying, my price range is between X and Y. So for me, it's between $5,000 to $70,000 with percentages on, on each price point. And that yeah. way they're like, oh, you know right away if they're going to say your son. If, they, if that's the first question they ask, they've, if they are never going to be a client of yours because $5,000 is too much, Great. Now you can ask them one of my favorite questions Matt ever taught me, which we're going to get into in a moment, uh, to get referrals. But the thing I was going to yeah. say was uh, very powerful for me. And again, by the way, guys, go on. I'm just going to say on, on that point, Matt, you've explained that really nicely. And uh, to, to, to add, add on just a tiny bit more, a couple of nuances, so that mm -hmm. because this, by the way, internationally, globally, this is the number one thing that kills a sale because when you go into uncertainty about your price and you shitty little words like well it all depends on what you have and well it you know i wouldn't like to say at this point and all that kind of stuff that the moment you create some uncertainty around money remember if you drop to an eight out of ten of uncertainty they go down to a five if you're a bit of a seven out of ten, oh well, um, it all depends on how much you know we do together, and that with every word that comes out of your mouth, their level of certainty about you and your certainty about your products and services is going down with every single word. So it's really important. Again, this is why it's in the four A's and my a foundational training that I teach. This is why it's there. Every member of your staff, you 
everybody in your team must have certainty around your product and services and the investment of money that goes with that. Like they must have the investment of money leaked. So, for example, if somebody says to me in a bar, it's been really interesting chatting, you just have interest. How, how much would it be to work with you? I say, mate, thank you so much for asking. You can work with me for as little as 497 quid, and it goes all the way up to 16,000 per annum. What else do you need to know? So I, I just deal with the money straight away. Deal with that straight away, nice and early. I get it in there. But here's the crucial bit, Adil, and this is, this is the thing that, uh, you know, for everybody listening, deal with the money, and the moment you give them the price, just be clear on this, their shitty little money pattern now starts to, to work in their subconscious, right? And let me just tell you what they're thinking. Whatever price you give them, they're going, fuck it now, how much? Mm -hmm. Because that's, what it's, that's how it works. You could say it's £1.72. They're like, you what? I can get my internet for £1.20. So it doesn't matter what price comes out of your mouth. They will run their shitty little money pattern like you would. And you've got to accept that. So my uh, philosophy and, and the way I teach is deal with the investment of money and ask a question immediately. Because by asking a question, you're now beginning to add value by understanding them. And what I believe that whilst they're running their pattern, which they're human, they're going to run their money pattern, uh, it's best to add value and continue to ask powerful questions that are linked to us possibly working together in the future. So let them, I believe, let them run their money pattern and you carry on adding value. And here's the reason why. Whenever a deal between a human and a human, a business and a business, and remember, that's human to human. Whenever the deal is just about money, over 94% of the time, it's a bad deal. If it's just about money. Now, when it makes sense logically and it is a good deal financially for them and a good deal for you and a good deal for the universe, and other than money, there are three or four other reasons why you should do the deal. And other than money, there's three or four other people that would benefit from doing the deal in your business. That's when you start to get long-term, valuable business relationships where closing becomes effortless. And the, the bottom line here is when it comes to the investment of money, you must have this bit licked. And if you're at the very beginning and you show any uncertainty about money, they're out. If you're in the middle and you're doing a written proposal and you're uncertain about money, they're out. If you're in the close and anything to do with money comes up and you are uncertain, they're out. Yeah. So you've got to get good at this. Without a fucking doubt, I will actually put that out and say that. And specifically what I was going to get at, um, I'll just give you guys this piece and I'm going to jump onto the, this one particular thing that I really want Matt to share with you guys because I know we're limited on time today. When you're asking for referrals, if they say five grand is way too much for whatever reason, and you are still in your 100% certainty that you know you can deliver, if, if they are out and out, like right away, oh, that's way too much, I can't deal with it, and you go, hey, it's not a logical step for us, the way that you can get a referral out of that is just by asking, well, who do you know that could benefit from whatever it is that you do? 
just yeah. by asking that simple question, who do you know? Not, hey, can you introduce me to, who do you know? Whole different dynamic comes into mind and you get referrals. You do, and, and, and by the way, um, firstly, the one thing I wanna say on that um, before we come back to referrals, so just remember at the beginning when you do position your price, please expect them to say that's more than I wanna spend, yeah. okay? They're gonna say that, so you know every price, um, any price you've ever put together, you made it up in the first place. So you could make some more ones up if you want, but don't go down, go up. Yeah. It's better to go up because I'm telling you, whatever price you say, it's always, well, you know, it's more than I want to spend. Of course, that's what they say. That's what we all say. That is drilled into us from a young age. Because otherwise we go, is that all? Make it more expensive and I'll give you more. Yeah. So, so no one the, ever. The, <laughs> so there's no one ever, yeah. So the, the first thing that you must do is, is please expect it. And I, I teach something called the three A's. And, and before you ask for a referral, use the three A's. And it sounds like this. So when somebody says, oh, so look, you know, it's a lovely chat. Just how much is it to work that you go? Thank you so much. So it starts as little as 497. It goes all the way up to 16,000 in my academy. What else do you need to know? And they go, oh, well, hang on. Uh, that, that sounds, it's a bit more than I want to spend. And I go, understand it's more than you want to spend, which is agree. Uh, let me ask you a question. Other than money, what else do you see that might be, might be valuable about my product or service? And what kind of result would you need to get so that you create more wealth? You know, you can, you can make it not about the money and find out the truth because the fact is, whenever you give a price, they'll always be shocked. So don't give up too easily the message. Without a doubt. I definitely give them that. Um, and the thing I really wanted to jump upon was something that really changed the way I sell. And it's, it's a languaging thing that you taught us. And uh, it's from a literary standpoint for me, at least. This is why I first, learned, oh, first really understood this. And it's uh, the, what was it? The five W's and the H. Five W's and one H. I always feel a bit sorry for the H. I know it's all there by itself, but it's invited to the party. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that this, so if you haven't heard of it, it's basically the same literary stuff. It's who, what, when, where, why, and how. I've got um, to stop you. We don't use why. True, we don't. We don't use let, why. Let me go back. It's what, when, how, who, which, and where. And, and by the way, interestingly, Adil, the reason why we don't use a why is just recall in, in your memory, and everybody who's listening to this, when you were little and you did something wrong, Mum and dad or a teacher would point at you, get their finger out and say, why did you do it? And actually, there's a lot of uh, historical uh, connotation, negative connotations that humans have with the word why. And it often, well, it does two things. One, it gets the finger, the pointed finger comes out. And two, that actually changes your tonality because your tone is linked to the palm of your hand. And when you've got a, a gripped palm and a pointed finger, your tonality sharpens a little bit. Why did you not do it? Uh, so that's, that's something we're looking to avoid all the time. Uh, the reason why I created the training five W's and a H is very simple. And look, we're not doing incompletion. It's a podcast to your people. Uh, yeah. So I want to give as much content as I can. Um, but this is a complex training, part of the training. We talk yeah. about the ancient part of the brain. Questions that start with five W's or a H, what, when, how, who, which, and where, please write them down. 
please put them on your laptops, please put them on the wall. Mm-hmm. Your whole world changes upside down in a good way when you ask powerful questions starting with the five W's and a H. Here's the reason why. Those questions fire up logic and emotion in the brain and they bypass an ancient part of the brain where fear lives. Yeah. Uh, so just to be clear, if you ask a question such as, you know, are you interested in me putting some figures together for you? Uh, you will have entered a fearful part of the brain where yes and no live. And in the West, uh, often we'll say yes when we mean no. So think of a car salesman that jumps on top of you and he's like, you know, do you need any help? And you're like, oh, no, 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 I'm all right. You brought no to play, you said no. And then you walk off and about 30 seconds later, you go, actually, I, I wish he wasn't quite so in my face because I have got some questions. I wish I'd have asked him. That happens a lot, you see. So when you're in the ancient part of the brain, you'll say yes, but mean no. Or you'll say no, and you mean yes. Um, so you want to avoid that part of the brain and take no out of play altogether. And five W's and a H uh, create the option for the person you're speaking to to be in choice and choose for themselves. I'm going to say this slowly. In sales, in the sales process, and particularly when closing a deal, when your prospect is in choice, you're in control. When your prospect is in choice, you're in control. And here's the reason why. The opposite, the opposite is where persuasion lives. So when the salesperson is choosing on your behalf and you don't feel like you've got a choice, it doesn't feel good and you're out because the salesperson uses assumption and presumption without ever actually finding out what you really think. And and that is basically, in a nutshell, the reason why I created five W's and a H. Okay. No, I, I couldn't agree with you more there. And I, again, because I'm not at home right now as I record this, but I do have uh, that on my actual wall right above my laptop. So whenever <laughs> I do sales calls, it's there. And especially the yeah. words never bring no into the equation because yeah. – I'm infamously known for accidentally doing this from time to time. So it's like working those things out of me. And cause I, again, direct response was my ball game for a very long time. So the reason why copy is always there, but it's kind of moving away from that and looking at it from a new angle. And that brings so much more. And again, guys, I'd love for Matt to actually teach this full two day training uh, for you guys. And he, he may have this, I don't know if he wants me to say, because I'm assuming here, this is a clear assumption but I'm hoping, <laughs> but I am hoping that he does release a two-day digital training so my American friends can look at this because it is yeah. So worth yeah, mate. Um, thank you so much. You're very kind. Uh, yeah, that that is now available on uh, my sales page. You can buy that. Um, and actually, people on this podcast uh, will be able to uh, buy it at a reduced price. Oh wow! Excellent. So you guys got an amazing deal out of it. So. What would be what would be the price for them? Um, it's going to be half price. Um, it's normally four nine seven plus VAT, uh, but we'll do that half price, and um, we can put all of the information in the comments below. Perfect. We'll put the, put it in the show notes, guys. You've got a kick ass deal because trust me, this this training might not seem like a lot, or it might seem like a lot. I don't really care which one it is. Just go do it, and trust me, if you're going <laughs> to. So if you want to do this, because I know all of you guys are hyper-competitive like me, anything I invest in, I want to make the most out of it. My iPad, I bought it. I spent 500 pounds on it. 
or $750 for the US people. I made sure the first thing I did was I made $750 off this iPad. And I did that inside like 10 days. Same thing. If you invest in Matt's training, make it a game. Use the training and try and make that money back inside 30 days because you will. You'll make that and more. Just yeah, mate, that's very, it's very kind. I mean, look, I, I believe that my, my training is worth 50,000 US dollars. And, oh, um, yeah, and, and, you know, I don't say that lightly. I have a lot of people that come and, and, and get massive results. And I think, I think the reason why that's so humbling to me is because what I teach, I believe, is just the bleeding obvious. And actually, you know, one of the things I teach is something called the three P's, which is a mindset, uh, being purposeful, professional, and persistent. And if you think about the word purposeful, it's about being deliberate. It's about being setting a great intention. It's about integrity. It's about, um, you know, values. It's, it's about being open and real and honest. And I honestly believe that this whole persuasive shit, getting people to say yes in the yes cycle. And remember where yes lives is an ancient, protective, defensive, fearful part of the brain. Right, so when you put someone in the yes cycle, they're actually in fear internally. And, and often when you're, when you're persuading, you might get a close or a sale, but it never seems to last long. They drop out or problem, there's problems. And, and this is the whole point. You know, I honestly believe that um, saying what's obvious, being straightforward, you know, this whole, oh, let's touch in six months, fuck that. Like, what would happen in six months? What, what would you need from me in six months' time that's going to get you a better result? Let's talk about it now. What, what do you see in my product or service now while we're alive that could benefit, solve a problem, get you an accelerated result? You know, what, what are you seeing me? What is it about me, my product or my service, that you like, that you need, that you love, that you haven't got now? What information do we have that you don't have that's valuable to you? You know, this, this is where you got to go all the time. And I, I believe that's just, to be honest, uh, as long as it's done from a, a spiritual place of love where you're, you're trying to understand, not trying, you're, you're understanding businesses and people before selling anything to them or closing something. Remember, two key principles. International class selling is asking powerful, purposeful questions around pain, urgency, need, and trust, right? We call mm -hmm. it punt with a cue. So the first thing you've got to do is you've got to understand people by asking, purpose, being purposeful, asking what they need. That's how you sell. Sharing logical information that solves it, and then closing starts once you put a written proposal together that solves the problem, gets the, the even better result. And, and you know, I, I just believe in transparency, and I think, I find this fascinating that actually the simpler we are, the more to the point we are. And as I say, as long as you come from a place of love where you are genuinely a problem solver, a solution, um, if you're prepared to go there and really find out what people and businesses need, you'll never be poor again. Agreed. Could not agree more. True words have never been said. And that is powerful. Now, right before we wrap up, because I know we've only got a short space of time left on this call, I'm going to ask you a very, it's one of my favorite questions to ask. Uh, actually, two of my favorite questions to ask. 
I'm going to modify them slightly. The first question is, if you were to give someone three books to read and three movies to watch, what would they be? Okay, so um, firstly, um, I am, uh, I really struggle. My brain struggles to learn via reading a book. Mm-hmm. So I actually learn more visually. So um, I study humans a lot on YouTube. Uh, at the moment, I am studying uh, Martin Luther King, uh, Man- Nelson Mandela, the great Nelson Mandela, and Her Majesty the Queen, actually, the three people I'm studying at the moment. Oh, um, so so that's, uh, that is definitely uh, my preferred way. If I was going to, uh, I love autobiographies. If I do read a book, it takes me a long time to be an autobiography. Um, and again, I'll often go for the kind of people that I've just talked about. Uh, there is one book that I'd recommend that actually changed my life about two and a half years ago. Um, and I'm a trained possibility coach. And again, being able to see into the future in your sales process and using imagination with your prospect uh, is the most powerful thing an, an elite closer can have. Um, you know, just think about it right now. Imagine that me and you had been working together for 12 months and that you'd made double the amount of sales and your process was so good that uh, not only were you serving hundreds and thousands of more human beings and businesses, but you were also smashing your purpose and life goal and business goal target every day. You see how powerful that is, that imagination. So you've got to have that in your locker and you've also got to have the ability to stretch your thinking which is what possibility coaching and possibility questions and thinking are opening your thinking from what is the normal 87% of the Western world live in what we call closed thinking scenarios. They blame everybody else. They've got guilt. They've got shame. They're in fear. There's anxiety, there's stress. Um, and that, that's a, a locked way of thinking. 87% yep. of your, your, you know, Western people are, are locked in, Blame, denial, fear, anxiety, trust issues, jealousy. And, and actually what possibility thinking allowed me and taught me to do was to open my thinking. So when people say, I can't, I'd love to work with you, but I can't, we have to be able to say, appreciate you can't. If you could, what are the possibilities that we could find together? You know, what, what would need to happen for you to change that mindset? What result would you need to get in the first 12 weeks? for it to have been the greatest decision you've ever made. So having possibility thinking in your armory, in your toolbox is incredible. And the person that taught me to be a possibility thinker is a guy called Andy Gilbert. And his business is called Go Mad, M.A.D. And MAD stands for Make a Difference. It's a fascinating book. It's not for everybody. Um, but it certainly changed my life by theorizing the way I made decisions as a business owner, theorizing the way I was thinking at the time as a business owner, uh, and then actually giving me tools and techniques to really stretch the normal standard way of thinking. Uh, and that has been uh, life-changing for me. That's incredible. I will definitely have to check it out. Very similar to you, by the way. I'm more of a, I like listening to audiobooks, but I'm more of a visual learner. That's basically yeah. my area. Um, cool. 
I'm going to actually ask this. So, so what are three movies that you'd recommend everyone watches? Not, they could be like <laughs> movies that you just enjoy watching, but they could be okay. whatever it is you feel like. I'm, I'm, I'm like, again, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm so committed and obsessed to learning about humans that uh, my wife, uh, she's like, when are you ever going to come and sit down and, and stop working? So I don't see what I do for a living as work. So finding time for a movie, mate, if I'm honest, uh, is, is something I need to do more of. Um, I have got some favourites. Invictus is a great movie. Not so much for probably the movie itself, Matt Damon's in it, and I think Morgan Freeman, but actually for the meaning of that, I'm a, I'm a rugby man, and what Mr. Mandela, uh, prisoner to president, um, what he did for not just uh, the South African nation, also for, for, for racism, for apartheid, uh, and, and just showing the world how to forgive uh, and, and love other people, no matter the color of their skin or their beliefs. Um, send shivers down my spine talking about it and my uncle was a, a South African and uh, he sadly passed now but um, that was a, a passion that we shared you know Mr. Mandela so Invictus was great I loved the Shawshank Redemption um, am I like like everyone in the world must love uh, Shawshank and I'm a massive Disney fan and when I say Disney fan I think he was a bit of a nut job to be honest <laughs> but his movies are incredible Anything that Walt Disney did, um, I've got two young girls, six and ten. Uh, we love The Lion King. We love uh, 101 Dalmatians, like Jungle Book. We, any of that stuff we're in. Oh, amazing. That is amazing. I'm right there with you because I'm a huge Disney fan. But it's funny that Shawshank Redemption has come up so frequently in the last three weeks for me. Yeah. Because yeah. the funny thing is, like, um, I read the book before I watched the movie, I actually hadn't watched the movie all the way through up until about two years ago. And I was like, amazing movie. I think I might have to watch it again because it's come up so many times that it, it's hitting me in the face now. It's like, yo, watch this movie. Um, Cause I do believe that when something comes up a lot of times, it's usually a sign to go do it. Um, Absolutely. One of my last questions that I have here, and I know we've only got about three minutes left. Yes. Is really just to ask you, if someone is going through a crisis right now where their brain and everything, their confidence is completely not for six, what is one of the things that you would recommend that they do almost immediately to bring them back outside, to bring that possibility back into their life? Uh, great question. Are we referring mainly to like sales and business or? Just let's say everything, they've just been knocked completely on their ass confidence wise. Like the business just went down the toilet, they lost a client. Yeah, okay. That yeah, cool. Okay. So I think, look, Something that served me really well um, when the chips are down is involving somebody else. Mm -hmm. um, and, and just ask yourself, take a step back if you feel under, under pressure and, and, and just ask yourself, who can I involve now to check in? And when I say check in, I'm talking about an internal check in. Like, because I know this for a fact because it happened to me. When I was under the most pressure in my business, at times, I was a complete arrogant cock. Uh, I, I got my head in the sand. I wasn't seeing it. My spiritual energy was wrong. Um, I was I was chasing the dollar. I was I was going. I was doing business with people that I knew at the beginning were not right for me, um, and I still went with it and had all of the problems and headaches uh, that come with being under financial pressure. So, um, you know, my, my best advice is involve someone that you love and trust. And say, look, I'm under a lot of pressure here. 
uh, and ask them some some real honest questions. Say, what are you seeing in me that I could do even better? What 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 are you seeing that that you know you you can help me with right now? And, and don't be scared to involve someone else. That that's my best piece of advice. Um, you know because it's actually a very very simple thing to do. You might have to like I did, chuck your ego out the window a little bit. Um, but ask someone a powerful question that you love, and, and and listen to the response. Don't lead the response. Don't don't lead any statements. Just say, "What what are you seeing about me that I could do even better? Because I'm under pressure and I need some help. What you know? How can you possibly help me?" Uh, and that that I have found uh, to be immensely powerful. Um, not just in business, but in life. And you know, I've got I've got friends and mentors now. The, uh, me just saying this out loud actually has, um, has, has clicked something inside me. I'll, I want to look a mentor in the eye um, and, and ask, ask them this question, which is, what are you hearing and seeing about me um, right now that you think I could do even better or, or do more of or change a little bit? What, what needs to happen? That's incredible. That that that's actually completely stunned me, by the way, because I'm actually sat here kind of going, "Who the fuck can I ask this question to?" I have like so many good people to ask. <laughs> so, guys, I know we've literally run out of time, but guys, go check out EliteClosingAcademy.com. Pick up Matt's book, "Open with a Close." It is on sale right now. It is ready to go. And if you decide to do the Elite Closing uh, Academy training, remember you're getting half off with the coupon code. Uh, with the, basically a link that we we're setting up for you in the in the description. If you haven't already checked it out, go to adelamarcy.com forward slash podcast hyphen Matt hyphen Elwell. That's E-L-W-E-L-L. You'll get everything there. Matt, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on here. Guys, thank you, Pam. Oh, always, mate. I'd love to have you back on. Guys, uh, make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to the show. And as always, have an amazing weekend. Go make some sales and go apply the training you've got today. See you soon.